Okay, welcome to another episode of the Father's Rights Podcast. My name is Kevin Francis, and this is part two of our conversation, or my conversation, with celebrity, musician, entrepreneur, and father, Jason Lowe. In part one, Jason shared what it's like to be a divorced parent and the impact it had on him and his children. Jason also spoke about parental alienation and what he plans to do to help save children who might be adversely impacted by parental alienation following their parents' divorce. So if you didn't watch part one, then you can watch it again or listen to it again. Just click on the links in the description below. All right. Now, this is part two, and we pick up where we left off from the last episode with Jason telling us why parental alienation is common in many divorce cases and what he plans to do about it. it the system is built in such a way that parental alienation is almost encouraged in a sense because the court system, it's, it's naturally a court system where it's not, you don't get in a room and say nice things about each other. You're encouraged to get in a room. Okay, get in a room now. Tell me why the other parent sucks. Explain that why the parent sucks and tell me why you're better. And you think after an hour of doing that, well, he eats burgers, he eats burgers, and he, he feeds my kids burgers, that, uh, that the guy's not going to go, well, I really love her. She's great. You know, that he's going to say, well, all she does is paint her nails. You know, so I eat burgers, he paints her nails. And so you got these two people talking, saying bad things about each other. And they're not going to be friends afterwards. It's, it's confrontational. And the whole legal system is built on conf- confront- confrontation. It's built to enable that, you know? And it's built to take a long time so that, you, you're, so that one parent is, you know, so either parent doesn't have to adhere to what, you know, what was going on. The police don't want to get involved, especially with, with, with family matters. Oh, no, no, you've got to get a court order. Yeah, uh, that's, what, that's what a custody order is. It's court order. And they don't want to enforce it. They, they will wait. Because, they, you know, the trouble, trouble is if you have a parental and, uh, and people, people, people are totally no, got no clue. I mean, I've, I've had people call up and, and say things that, you know, say, oh, you know, contact me and say, oh, you know, you, you can't, this, this, there has to be something more. No, there's not something more. I don't want my child's memory to be with me pulling them out of a car or something like that while they're screaming, you know, because that stays with them for a long time. And I've spoken to people who have had that experience and like it's the most heart-wrenching experience you can imagine, you know, but kids are, you know, kids don't know what's happening. They are just being manipulated, and they think that they were doing. I did. I didn't want that, so I don't want to. I don't know what traps are ready for me. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to go and, and trespass on anyone again. You know, but I need to find my son. Um, I don't. I, I certainly. I certainly will work through the, the courts, and I, I've been trying to work through the courts. But at the same time, the, there doesn't exist a, a trigger, a, a law, or mechanism to, to to settle this. And so, one of the things that I, I've been trying to do with, is with a petition for Jack Jack's law, which is to create a a law in Malaysia which simply criminalizes parental alienation and, and, and all within the window of three weeks. Because if you, if you go three weeks and circumstances have changed for a child, like I can't, I haven't spoken to my mom or my dad in three weeks. I don't know where they are. I don't know what's going on. I've changed school. I've been hospitalized. That should involve both parents. And that is not just for parents. It should involve a guardian or a, a, a sibling. You know, or even a headmaster. If the headmaster suddenly says, I haven't seen this kid for like three weeks. I can't contact the parents, the, uh, either parent. Or, or one parent, they should be enabled. They should be allowed to, to tell the police to get involved. Allowed, they should be allowed to say, "Tell JKM, you need to go and you need to take, get the kid out of there." So part of the, so this wasn't built to interfere with any religion. Uh, I, 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 I tried to make it very simple to get a uh, to, to, to get the first reading at, in Parliament, which is pretty difficult now because like, you can imagine Parliament's not really ready for to read about parental alienation. But you know, eventually it will come out come about that we will we will be able to have to, to have and and we'll be able to have this law. And I think it's a simple law. And law was law was already enacted in places like Mexico and Brazil, where where parentalization got a bit out of hand, 
and it's actually illegal there. You get your parent, you alienate as a, as a, as a child, boom, you, you, get, you get thrown in prison. And rightly so, because it is wrong to weaponize children. They're not weapons. They're not, they're not yeah. things like, that you can use a property. And that just, that, that would just, that just cheapens them. That makes you, that makes them realize that their, their worth is, is in a game or something like that. And they have lives and they are experiencing things and they're, they're independent people. These little, you're raising little people. So Jason is hoping to make a law against parental alienation. But first, Jason tells us what motivated him to do something like this and what shifts need to happen in relationships between couples. We all are in, on this earth. We've got a limited amount of time. that We shouldn't be wasting on weaponizing our kids. We should use that time in learning. So learning is the most important thing. Nobody's going to win from action that you're going to take in, in, in a divorce confrontational setting. You know, it sits on top of a billion dollar industry of lawyers and judges and all that. And it's not the people are not motivated to do anything because, yes, unfortunately, they have they have experienced this this numbness that, that they're used to it. We won't we won't grow from that. We need to get we need to. These are radical things that we're dealing with in a radical time with radical changes in the world and the environment. You know, and if you can imagine that people are already complaining, I mean, it's like, you know, along came COVID-19, boom, and lockdown and all that. And I'm like, well, I've already been experiencing hostility and isolation attempts, you know, like from the world. And people are, are people can people can't handle staying a week at home doing nothing. You can see that it, it is mentally draining and it's mentally exhausting. You have to be very strong. You have to be very focused. And I can tell you without like without the kids, I would not be here for sure. My kids my kids are the only reason I'm I'm because when you experience such hostility, such ridiculousness and you realize well for people to do that, yeah, I don't, I don't know why, why people would, would act certain way. I don't know. I, I could never, you, you judge yourself. Could I do, could I act like that? Could I suddenly sprout stories and say things and, about people that are not totally untrue? And, and, and I couldn't, I, because it's, I just, it's not built in me. It's not, it's not because, because of, because I'm, I'm my mom and dad, because I, I didn't, luckily, I didn't grow up with that kind of manipulation. That kind of, I went through a divorce when I was 17 and that already affected me quite a lot. You know, I wrote my first album because I was, I was a divorced kid, you know, days without dawn, right? You know, it kind of, kind of depressing. So um, I did go through those lonely moments and those, those are introspective moments. They're, 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 they're moments when you try to, you blame, I blame my mom for a long time and, you know, because she was the one who left or whatever and, and all, but you know, it, you, you look back and, and unfortunately because of our, uh, my relationship was, was kind of also my mom and my, my sister didn't know what was going on either. They didn't, they didn't understand what was, what was taking place. And um, eventually when they found out for themselves, which it's probably a good thing, they realized that I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't the type of person who was trying to build, build this into some sort of drama that it wasn't. Um, people get divorced all the time. You know, the best, best thing to do is to approach it, approach it with, with maturity, work on it, and put the kids first and move on with that in mind. And, I, and, I, and, and that, in 2014, which is probably the last time I really engage, tried to engage on it, uh, since then, there's been this blanket of indifference with I haven't been, I don't, I don't even get a response. People think it's okay to, 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 to move, along and move along and don't respond to people. No, that's, that's the most ridiculous thing because you need to communicate, you know? Yeah. But if one person is communicating with only kind of, they, the only thing they know is to, 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 to lash out. They're obviously not ready, and and you know they may, maybe they never will be ready. And you have to you have to contend with that. And I, I think I think it's pretty sad. I don't know why you know because I realize that a parental a parental alienated uh, um, child has to be hidden, you know. And we, if you live in Kale, Kale's everyone says Kale's a small town. It's actually quite big. I know because I ride around looking for my son. It's huge. Yeah. And you know they could be down the down the street from you, and you could you could you could never know, and you could never see them. Um, you know, because the gate's locked and, and the, 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 you know, it's like a paranoid thing. The gate's locked and the, the curtains are drawn 
And, you know, you don't want to live life like that. That's already unhealthy. If that's already happening, there's something wrong. You know, yeah. oh, we can't go to cinema because the mother or father might be, might be around. No, you don't want to live your life like that. There's something very wrong with that. There's something mentally screwed up with that notion. So yeah. people don't have to look very far across, you know, uh, across the, the, you know, <laughs> the empty space to realize that these, are, these things are happening. Now, Jason feels that there is a flaw in divorce systems where it results in a child or children being with one parent while the other parent is just a visitor. Jason hopes this can be fixed with Jack's law, and he tells us how that's developing. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm pursuing action in the courts. And unfortunately, between a change of judge and three lockdowns, it just one year becomes, well, one month becomes, two months becomes, ten months becomes, two years becomes almost three years, and we're, we're waiting for a court date. You know, and you just have to be patient. And it's like, it's a very difficult, difficult thing. So Jack's Law is meant to help. Is, now, when I saw what's happening, I'm like, okay, I, it's going to take, it takes three years to, to, to before royal ascension for a, a, a law. And I, I didn't do it to get Jack out. You know, I would, uh, um, because I have to get Jack out in the right way. And I don't wait. I don't wait as long as I need to. I don't, I don't want to use, I don't need to, I certainly don't want to have people say that I've got some collateral thing to, to, to gain from, a law. Jack's law is simply me doing what I feel I, what I always do. I see a problem and I yeah. try to find a solution. And I see this as a bigger problem than anybody really understands. Um, most people understand because, because the social ills that come with it, you know, alcoholism, uh, wife, uh, you know, wife beating or husband beating, you know, like uh, bullying, uh, drug abuse, um, you know, of uh, child abuse, uh, and, you know, any, any aggressive tendencies, anger management, um, you know, depression, uh, loneliness, uh, a fear of uh, a fear of the un, un, a fear of like some anxiety. Um, all these things are are born in these kind of cradles. You know, this environment that you create around your bubble, you create yourself. These these things are born, and if they don't affect you, they're going to affect your kids, and then they're going to cycle, and they're going to keep going. And we have this, we have a scenario coming. We have a lot of these, you know, we have bipolar, yeah, bipolar, bipolar tendencies coming out, uh, borderline personality disorders, uh, uh, you know. Uh, uh, histrionic disorders, a lot of these personality disorders and traits come from parenting. They can be fixed. They can be born out of parenting, bad parenting. They, and, and I'm sorry to say bad parenting, but it is really bad parenting to not think about child. You know, I mean, unfortunately, it just is a scenario. I know people who say that I'm not seeing my child for, for, for a year, but that's their choice. They don't want to see the child because once they see the child, they're afraid that the husband's going to say, see, she saw him. You know, she saw her, whatever, you know, like yeah. she saw that she can see the child anytime, but they have to keep up this, this really weird. So what's happening in their minds, their mind in their minds, they must create some sort of scenario where they they must have some pity. Oh, I'm not seeing my child, yeah. but that's not, that's not the child. That's not the child's fault or the, or the ex's fault. They don't want to see it because they're trying to win a court case. They think it's going to give them some sort of power or something like that when they, you know, as they progress in life, that they need to look back and say, yeah, I was, I went through this and it's because of this. And that's the reason why I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. here in my, and, and this scenario exists because of him or her, you know, like, you know, this yeah. is not, you're pointing, but all the way, well, all the time pointing, your child is looking up at you and like, why aren't you pointing at me? Yeah. I'm the one who's, who's, I'm the one who's the most important thing here, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm not saying a child should say that, but that's, that's, that's really what we should be thinking. The child should come first. And unfortunately, I was very, you know, when I, when I met Sheikh Fali, uh, who's the father, who's, who's the father and uh, father's rights movement um, association, um, uh, he's, he, he basically, um, uh, he basically formed, formed this association 
together with other fathers, Malcolm and Fernandez, and 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 um, and you know, a whole, a whole, whole, there's like 48, 48 fathers in this group, which I didn't realize. You know, I didn't realize the group that there was the, there was all this happening, and I thought that I had it bad with Jack for for three years. But I, you know, I I heard I heard Sheikh Fali's story, and I'm like, it, it saddened me a lot because you hear stories about a, a friendship or a love between a parent and the child, and then you hear that suddenly that that seems to be this, that seems to be abused and distorted, such that the child can tell the parent confidently, "I don't see you anymore," or whatever. That's just yeah. awful, and shame on shame on any parent who thinks that that is some way to live. Because what you do, what you're doing is just you're mortgaging their future to give you some 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 thing that you need for your insecurity, and that insecurity is just going to eat away at you and your child. And your relationship is one day going to come to a point where the child looks at you with the most saddest eyes because of how pathetic the situation is, and they're gonna say, "I'm gonna go to my other parent now because I've lo- I've lost 20 years with them, and you have been a complete." child and this is how I'm going to tell you and they're going to walk they're going to walk away and it happens I can you go if you go and change the org and look for Jack Jackson, Jackson Law Malaysia you will see, you, you, you'll see videos on there I, I, I post videos which show pa- kids walking away from their parents when they're like 40 they realize that, that it was a lie then they go and seek out the other parent and then they form a relationship with them they realize and, the, and you know they're they, you've lost, but you know, you've lost all that time. You've lost all that growing up. I've lost, I've missed out on three years of my son's life, and not not because of my choice. Now, Jack's law is not just for Jason's case, but for every other case such as his to prevent parental alienation. But for his case personally, he hopes for a favorable outcome in the legal system. Believe it or not, I'm a law-abiding citizen, right? So I have to, I I have to put my faith in the courts because the police, JKM. They, they they don't they don't they don't have the conviction to 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 seem to yeah let's get involved that's that that in itself is a crime and I was I was most upset with JKM to be honest because and I I, I say this openly because I I was I was engaged with JKM and 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 then Jack was taken and I, and two years of emails back and forth you know and I write these emails then like I'm 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 a worried father concerned father concerned parent was going and they finally got a response response back and said and they said oh his jurisdiction's changed because he's living somewhere else now. I'm like, no, he's not. He was taken from our house at home. Now, whether you like it or not, my son has my son was going to school for five years with his daughter with, with his, his sisters. That changed. Now, any in any scenario, if that if someone and school changed, he was taken from school. If if your child's taken from school, that's a big issue in my book. That that already is alarm bells. What's going on? Yeah? Oh, the child the father's a child molester. Well, then the father should be arrested because if he's a child molester, then he's it's pretty obvious that, you know. Get them set, yeah. If they're so, so get them, get the kids and interview checked out. They were, they we've been into four times, five times by police and JKM and all, and and, and officers. From the, people show up my house, oh, yeah, we're here to check you out, man. Okay, check me out. They come in, they do, they 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 they, they go, they go through the whole house, they look through, they, they look through things, they look, they talk to the kids, I mean, you're invaded, but I, I understand it, I like, I get it, you know, because I was, I've been through the four years of shy divorce. You know, yeah. no, this is walking apart from me, man. You know, like I used to I, knock yourself out, and the police will come and sit on to and say, "Okay, nothing's really happening. Like, what, so what's going on?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, you know, what's going on is the usual story." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, we had that a lot. We get that a lot. If you get that a lot, then 
do something about it, you know? Yeah. But there's no legislation in place for the officer to say, you know, we see this happening and we're going to recommend this and that's going to happen. No, it doesn't happen like that. And it gets more complicated when you start to bring race and religion into it and, and God knows royalty and things like that, you know, culture. It's a, it's a very difficult scenario. While it may take some time to legislate the Jack's law, Jason feels that divorced parents will never really know when they become victims in their own cases, just like when the tide comes in, he explains. And as a father or mother, you realize that you realize what's happening to you. That oh, it's it's happening to me, and I it's like a tide. When the, you know when people say the tide turns, you know the, the sad thing is, unfortunately, the tide does turn, whether you like it or not. Time comes and time changes a lot of things, and you and the tide always turns after lunch. You go and have lunch, and you come out, and you're like, eh? <laughs> the tide turned, the tide's out. Wow. And that's the problem. That's why people get killed because they go picking seashells. They go kick some seashells. Okay, go seashells. They go and have a picnic. And before they realize, oh my God, we're stranded and the tide is in and we are, we're going we're, we're to be drowned. And that happens so much because people don't realize when the tide is coming in because it's so far away. While it's just like my parental nation story is right now. Oh, Jason, it's so, ah, did you watch Jason on chemistry? Yeah. Uh, Jason is so far away from it. I don't want Kevin to interview these dads on this thing. I, mean, I, I can tell you truthfully that, that at one, well, one day I was, I was at home, I was in the shower by myself. Kids come home and they, they come home after sports day, whatever, sports. Uh, sports. And kid, at that time, they, they were still small. Kid comes in like, oh, you know, daddy, ah, can you wash my hair? Because I'm a great hair washer. Comes in the shower. Ellie, hey, you guys trying on me? Comes in and my son comes in. Hey, guys. And they all, we're all in the shower together. Uh, it looks like a bizarre scenario, right? <laughs> And I was thinking to myself, it, it is because of what was going on in the shark. In the shark was like, hmm. Okay, then goes to the toilet. And, and, and I was like, okay, kids, rule, new rule, okay? Nobody come in when daddy's in the shower, okay? No matter what. And you, you're getting, you know, you're, you're, you're going to get to be older and then you're going to have some changes. And I don't want any, you know. So, but the police asked me at one point, they asked me this question. And my lawyer was there. And my lawyer was, my lawyer was right, right in dorms, dorms, dorms. Have you ever seen, have your kids ever seen you naked? Have you been naked in front of your kids? They asked me. And I was like, I was going to tell the truth because I've told the truth before. And I got my lawyer writing, no, 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 no. I'm like, you know, my lawyer wasn't there when I did the, when I did the police reports in the beginning or did the, 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 was in the court, sorry, in the, in the court when I was asking these questions. And I came up with a perfect answer. Finally, I was like, well, hang on. I can't say no yes to this question because we evolve. Yes, when I was younger, my kid will vomit in the, in the hotel lobby and I'll carry that vomit out with her. Do I do that anymore? No. You know? Similarly, when, I was, when my kid was younger, yes. Of course, I, uh, who's going who's gonna to wash them and clean them? Did I, did I, I changed my baby's nappers. I wiped poof out from out of, out of their number two. Or the number one, if it, was, if it was that, even got that messy. Yeah, I did that. I had to wash it with warm water and all that. So I did that. Was I doing anything about that at that time? Like, was there anything, was there any other sexual or, 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 or gross intent? No, I didn't go Gucci Gucci. Wow, look. You know, like, I don't, this, that's, not a, this is not a thing. Maybe it's a thing for some sick people. That's not for me. So I, I, don't, I, I don't have that kind of thing. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dad. I'm a real dad. I, I, I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah. I figure things out. Like, when they're old enough, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I don't want to put my. I don't want to wash out their number twos. Ugh. So we play a game: orange in your hair and your bum bum. So we have orange shampoo. Okay, orange in your hair and your bum bum. Orange in your hair and your bum bum. <laughs> orange in your hair. Orange in your hair. Orange in your bum bum bum. And they wash and wash, and they learn to clean it. You know, they learn to, to okay. Number the and they call it back front bum bum and back bum bum. You know, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> so, so you know, 
we find things like we we work our ways out. Are we out? Yes, why? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure when my kid was, when most kids are babies, you know, father can walk in front of them and naked, and they're not gonna go. Ah, gah, 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 gah. No, they're not gonna do that, and the father's not gonna think. <laughs> oh, old mother. So yeah, they, everyone's been naked in front of their kids pretty much. But at some point, you're like, okay, that's not that's not appropriate. So let's move on. So you, yeah. you so yes, I was naked for my kids, but not anymore, obviously. And I think the cops realize, oh yeah, that's 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 correct. They can be yes and no in this answer because the time affects things. So all these so all these things change and evolve, and we, we try to move and move forward and do the best thing we can we can. And hopefully that that does that does mean that that there are people out there who will listen to these stories and understand that while the tide's far away and there's Jason's throwing that, that tide creeps in real quick. And before you're having lunch one day, you turn around, you're like, oh, I'm the person who's stuck on the beach. Yeah. And I never thought this would happen to me. And it happened to me because a certain set of things just took place. And you don't realize it. You don't realize it. You thought it was all good when the kid was a baby and then not talking about anybody because it couldn't talk. But once a kid yeah. can talk, you've got a team member. Once a team member's in place, dude, it's game over. Because what, if, you, if you've got, a, if you've got a, a hostile individual who's trying to manipulate that child, that child's going to get manipulated. They're going to unnecessarily start with small questions. Mm, whose house is this? Mm. Did you ever hit mommy? Did mommy ever hit you? Did mommy did you ever hit daddy? Mommy, are you seeing someone? You know, like all this kind of yeah. thing will come out slowly, and it sounds bizarre coming from a child. You're like what? Why? Yeah, and, and and like maybe it's a guy thing. You're eating a burger, you're like huh? <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I was at the football game two nights ago. Wait, what's up, man? Ah, you know, guys are eating their yeah. burgers, like like what's up, my kid? Yeah, you know, yeah, that was your aunt. <laughs> you know. The guys are not going. The guys don't realize. Oh, you're being manipulated, and uh, and you're trying to find right. something on me, and it's going to grow into a, a character trait that I'm going to have to deal with at some point. That that does happen, and that happens without you realizing it. And before you know, it, like I said, you realize. Oh, and you you might not be fortunate or unfortunate enough to have a, a your whole exclusive on a paper in a front page paper. You can read about it. Oh, this is the story. Okay. <laughs> To conclude our conversation, I asked Jason for some advice for any parent who is going through a separation or divorce. How can they prevent parental alienation from creeping in? Each case would be different. One thing I can say, though, is definitely get off social media with this thing. Your kids are going to see it one day. They're going to hear about it. They're going to read things. Um, you know, uh, you shouldn't use, you should keep it private internal and not use them and don't weaponize them the moment you realize that you are talking about the divorce to your child that's a moment when you should have an alarm bell like, whoa, 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 whoa stop this and if, if your, your ex is going to talk about it to them try to deal with it early if you can try to reason with them if you want i'll sit down with you and I'll, i mean I, i've met couples i sat down with them and i've told them look this is where it's going to go and if you get it early enough they both realize oh you know, and they 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 can they can work it out and become friends and have barbecues and things like that. That was that was what I was hoping for. But if you get it too late, and you're, then I understand that you you feel you feel alienated yourself, you feel isolated, you feel alone and depressed, and you shouldn't be in that scenario. Um, and you shouldn't, you know. I mean, we we you know we we have we have bouts where we cry about about our missing you know Jack, you know, like and 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 it's going to affect the girls and and. I wish there was something I could do about it to magically make, make it go away, but it, it depends on maturity. It depends on how, who's involved. And, and, and if you can't find a way to make peace, don't be the, don't be the one who is the, um, 
the antagonizer. Yeah, don't be the one who started everything. And 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 even if you are, then then end it. You know, and and admit admit that it's the wrong road to take. There's an old saying in 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 the, in, the, in Central Asia. You know, in, in you know, Central Asia has a lot of long roads, right? They say if you ever find yourself on the wrong road, it's never ever too late to turn back. In Central Asia, there's no better saying because you could literally take the wrong road from Kazakhstan to Turkey, and you'll realize, whoa, this is the wrong road, dude. We're supposed to be heading the other direction to India. <laughs> we might, you know, and 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 you could, you might go a few hundred miles. You're like, guys, it's the wrong road. The, the sooner you, can, you know, but the, the sooner you can realize that turn back is great. But it's never too late. Never too late to turn back. You can get all the way to to you know the the, the banks of uh, you know, of of France and be like, time to turn back because this is France. You know, uh, be really careful because. You could easily fall down the slope yourself and have two parents who are just doing the same thing, both trying to manipulate the kids and everyone around them. Don't be that. Be bigger. Be you really be bigger. Be better. Because one of you, because see, they 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 did a test on 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 men and women, and they found that that men women had a fifty eight percent fifty. There's you know we're 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 all crazy, half crazy. This uh, it said right, and and and. Uh, there was a, a study done to they realized that there, there were there's a slight neurotic tendency more in women about fifty eight percent, yeah. So men were closer to 48 percent or fifty one percent, whatever. So the eight percent was accounted for because of babies, because of childbearing. When a woman has a child, it's natural in their in their instincts to protect that child, yeah, protect the baby, protect the the the, the womb when baby's growing for, for nine months, and that that accounts for uh, some sort of a, a neurotic. Behavior like a fight or flight mechanism, or or a, a tendency to 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 want to whether for good or bad manipulate the the, the man or the, the safety mechanism in their lives, right? And that was that. that don't look at me. This you can you can uh, study um, the, the work of um, of, uh, uh, of 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 of, of um, psycho psychotherapists and, and psychologists on this. Um, and and so. What they conc- what 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 the conclusion was of Jordan Peterson, Dr. Jordan Peterson, who's a great a great thinker, um, and and great psychologist. He said, um, he said that the 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 conclusion is that you need a sane person in in the world, and if you have two parents, and you add them up, that becomes one sane person. In that, you also got one crazy person, but that's why you need mom and dad. You need one sane person because dad's half crazy, mom's half crazy. All humans are kind of half crazy. But when you put the two half crazies together, you get one sane person and one crazy person. And hopefully the same person can guide you into building your character properly and, and, and nurture you, uh, you know, to grow up properly um, in the best way possible, you know, with compassion and understanding and, and, and to, be, to be engaging and uh, to be contributing to your community. You know, you want to be useful, as the Dalai Lama said, you know, what's the meaning of life? He said to be useful. You know, so you, you if you ever find you you're doing something useless, and and I think parentalization is opposite of that. It's like something you're doing. It's destructive. It's opposite of useful. It doesn't build individuals who are kind and 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 who are stably uh, in control of their their you know, their facilities. It, it builds it builds more people like you, and we didn't come here to build more people like us. Um, we built we came in to build people who are better than us. All right, what a great way to end this interview on a very philosophical note. It was certainly great chatting with uh, Jason Lowe to hear his story, his side of the story, and also his thoughts on parental alienation. Now, if you haven't watched part one, do click on the links in the description. Also, do check out our Facebook page if you're watching this on YouTube or listening to us on uh, Spotify. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page at Persatuan Hat Bapa Malaysia. Like this video, share 
share this video, this post with your family and friends. And I'll see you in the next episode of the Father's Rights Podcast. Ciao.